Lumos Publications, Inc. is proud to present Confederate Cavalryman, previously published as 40 Years of Active Service by Charles T. O'Farrell, Colonel in the U.S. Confederacy. Audio adaptation by Steve Bronham, read by Scott Nilsson. Colonel Charles T. O'Farrell was at John Brown's raid. He served with the Confederacy as a cavalryman and came up through the ranks, eventually serving as a colonel in the U.S. Confederacy. In this book, we focus on his wartime recollections, but you'll be interested to know that after the war, he went on to be a lawyer, judge, congressman, and the governor of Virginia. This is the colonel's story as he told it, and quite a story it is. We hope you enjoy it. Now, Confederate Cavalryman. Since my retirement from official life, January the 1st, 1898, I have been often and persistently requested by my Confederate comrades and friends in social, business, and official circles to write my reminiscences of my four years' service as a cavalryman in the Army of Northern Virginia under the command respectively of Beauregard, Johnston, Smith, and Lee, and my many years of official life as a boy court clerk, member of the legislature, judge, member of the House of Representatives, and governor of the state of Virginia. Conscious of the time and labor such an undertaking would involve and my inability to fully cover the ground over which I would have to travel, I have refrained. But being still strongly urged, I have finally yielded and shall now endeavor as best I can, plainly and without attempt at rhetoric, to put in print some of my recollections of the occurrences, events, and incidents of the years of war and peace I have mentioned, the former necessarily stirring and the latter more or less exciting and thrilling. My pen will not be dipped in the ink of gall, nor tipped with malice or injustice. I shall endeavor to give no offense, and if perchance I should do so, it will be, as I think, in the interest of truth. I may make mistakes, for it is human to err, but it will give me infinite pleasure to correct them as soon as they are brought to my attention. I shall endeavor to condense and aim at brevity, leaving much still in the storehouse of my memory. Interspersed through the volume will be many stories and anecdotes of both war and official life which may elicit mirth or draw a tear. The whole will be written in the spirit of a fraternal union of the two sections of our once divided, but now reunited, land. Part 1. The War Between the Confederacy and the Union Chapter 1. Events Preceding the War The war between the states from 1861 to 1865 was the result of a conflict of opinions and interests that developed itself in the very infancy of the American Union, but the match that ignited the fire of secession was struck by John Brown on October 16, 1859, at Harper's Ferry, situated at the junction of the Potomac and Shenandoah Rivers in Jefferson County, Virginia, now West Virginia, where a federal arsenal and armory were located. I was then a boy of 18 and was attending an agricultural fair at Winchester. The Continentals, an old military company wearing the Continental uniform, was ordered to Harper's Ferry and I was given permission to join them. Brown, who had been fighting slavery in Kansas for five years, had suddenly changed his field. He had a few months previous rented a farm with a number of houses on it not far from Harper's Ferry, 
and there he had his meetings and collected his arms and ammunition sent to him in well-secured boxes from the north. When everything was ready, as Brown thought, on Sunday night, October 16, 1859, he entered the town of Harper's Ferry and seized the national arsenal with its 100,000 to 200,000 stands of arms and arrested many citizens, among them Colonel Washington and Mr. Alstott.